0: This is the one with red crinoids, a golden weave, a galactic yo-yo, and a submissive master. It's called The Claws of Axos. Here we go. We're embarking on a voyage all through time and all through space, counting Daleks, talent Boot and the Cybertronic race. Ontarians look like taters, and Silurians all have wonky scales, and the Doctor has a Tandis. We're reviewing all his tales. Who back were? And reviewing all of who there is. Back when and subscribe and red or night juice, please, please. Episode by episode, we're trudging down this temporal road. Come join us on this odyssey. to see. What other choice could there be Who that- Back Who Back When? Welcome,
1: ladies and gentlemen, to Who Back When, a Doctor Who podcast. Or Doc Post. We are we we're, we're here this week to review the clause of Axos, which is what we see Zero Fifty Seven. That's right. We're that far along the journey. I know. That lovely ad-libbing voice you hear in the background is none other than Ponkin. Hey, dude. How's things? Yeah, all right, thanks. I'll
0: survive. How are yeah. you doing? I'm good. 57 in. 57. Classics. Uh, okay, so I can't remember exactly, but I think we have about 100 left <laughs> <laughs> on classics alone. <laughs> that- that feels right. I'm starting
1: to feel like I've got a good, you know, amount of Who behind me now. Yeah. You know, like we're some way down the road.
0: Yeah, and we're slowly but surely, we're building that knowledge for us. I mean, we are way more knowledgeable in, in the realm of, in the huvian realm now than we were, you know, very nearly four years ago.
1: I mean, mostly you, but yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you're, 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 <laughs> holy smokes. Do you not feel like you're a little bit of an expert? If people were to ask you, uh, you know, the fuck is an axon? Now you can answer that question. Yeah, well, this is actually... That what are the origins of the master?
1: I wonder if that's one of these things, and now I'm just going to, you know, by the end of it, I'm going to start looking at it's like, you don't know who, I've watched <laughs> all of these fucking things. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, let's jump into a beat
0: I think. Shall we? Let's do that. Time for us to synopsize, <laughs> let and summarize, so take a view, and, and grab a brief, and listen to this, this overview, this free-for-all, we, we like to call a like chunk of I I think think of who.
1: An Axon spaceship lands on Earth, m- and murders a hobo, and thus Unit and the Doctor and West Country Elvis are summoned to investigate. Axos, it turns out, are running low on gas, and in exchange for an unspecified energy, offer the human race the miracle substance and narcissistically named Axonite.
0: Might these golden-haired, miracle-bearing kings from the sky be more than they appear, however? Might Axonite actually be a means for them to take over the world and deplete the Earth's resources entirely? Is the Master locked on board their ship? Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. The answers lie ahead. Bisco over. You are oh, welcome. Holy smokes. This cereal is pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? And in the run up, we, so we full disclosure,
1: ladies and gentlemen. We're having a breakfast time recording. Mm. So we turned up quite early to Ponkin Plaza. Sup. Yeah, and uh, I I sort of was saying yeah. This is yeah. actually the more I'm thinking about it, there's some elements in here that were were actually quite cool. Oh really? Uh,
0: were actually quite. I don't know. Maybe cool is the wrong word, but like. I mean, the principle behind it is is yeah, fairly doable as far as sci-fi plots are concerned, right? Well, I right, so and actually, let's talk about the plot in general.
1: The idea that there's a we we mentioned it in the gal but this sort of miracle-bearing, you know, being that's going to come for a very reasonable offer, change the our entire world for the better, but is actually Duplicitous and it's going to fuck everything up. Yeah. There is loads of these, right? Yeah. And I wonder if it's not started here, but like this is one of the earlier iterations. The one Uh, that really jumps to mind is Futurama. Oh, interesting.
0: I was thinking of Arrival when I watched this. Arrival,
1: yeah. But Futurama, yeah, sure. You know the one?
0: I I think I do. Where they're
1: like, there's a planet that's that says it wants to love everyone and oh, and it's yeah. like
0: a collective or something yeah isn't? and it, yeah. it
1: basically it's just fucking everyone um, but like it's <laughs> yeah it's spreading its love and actually i think there was a bbc parody along the same lines of this doctor who oh interesting um, like a bbc4 radio play parody
0: I'm, I'm sure this has been encountered in sci-fi uh, for ages yeah i'm sure you find this in sci-fi literature going back to the you know the like the beginnings but in in general there's nothing wrong with the the, the plot idea with the potential but the execution. I mean this is the this (sighs) door. God damn it This struck me as like The (laughs) anti-arrival Everything is wrong About everything That every character does In this entire series. Okay,
1: hit me Start me off Let's get into specifics Okay
0: Shall we do the thing Let's do the thing Let's do the thing Okay, so Starting off with a question If an alien race That that purports to look like Donald Trump's Chosen cherub people (laughs) Shows up (laughs) And just goes "Eh, Check it We just need to refuel We literally just need to refuel In exchange for that We will change your entire universe (laughs) We will set you on a course For galactic independence And and give you the means To basically take over everything Uh, Here, have this little Orange ball That we named after ourselves (laughs) Would you at any point go Hmm That seems legit Troy had a similar experience (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean I guess That's two serials running Without a Trojan horse, right? Yeah, you're right But the the thing that that does fuck with me and this is this is why watching Doctor Who as a grown up is bad, right? Because okay. there's you can't really suspend your disbelief. Like, well, I presume that there'll be some sort of governance around this. That not only would there be, there'd have to be some sort of trade delegation figure, and not just like walrus, one dude, yeah, one walrus-looking <laughs> motherfucker um, that is happy to accept sweets from strangers. I assume there'd be some oversight, and. <laughs> you know some sort of review would you uh, would
0: you test this this substance by the way i mean clean, like, maybe uh, that should be a priority i
1: mean i think they talk about testing it like as in taking it but it's like maybe take a little yeah see what it does <laughs> then take some more rather than just like all right just pull a pull a truck up to the back <laughs> don't that shit in the kitchen <laughs> we're going <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they,
0: they get, like, basically a football-sized lump of axonites mm. which... What is it? Explain to us. Like, w- what does axonite do? What can it do? So, the golden-haired cherry people, who... They, uh, they look amazing. Oh, they look fantastic. They look amazing. They, they look like something out of uh, my, Barbarella. Oh, my nightmares. Like,
1: <laughs> they look amazing. Anyway, um, so axonite, they describe as a thinking molecule. Which right. from... Which I assume is basically just like, it's a miracle ball. Like, yeah. you know, this will do anything you feel like it can it, increase
0: the size and rapidly grow things rapidly grow a...
1: or shrink it also changes itself basically I don't think we're supposed to think too hard on it because none of these things are ever realised or even enjoyed oh, to a point
0: well they use it as a weapon they, they use, use it, it to, to age Joe at one point well
1: basically. yes yeah. and and they use it for various other things I think but like what I think was a missed opportunity here is that in a way that I think New Who would have done okay, is have a small montage of people enjoying Axonite and the miracle properties thereof. Yeah. Being lulled, being loved. Yeah. You know And feeling the love So like having that Oh yeah Axos has come to save us Right It was none of that It was all very cloak and dagger
0: But that's the thing Like yeah. we, what we need For this kind of plot Is we need a longer serial mm. Or like maybe a whole season worth Where not only do we get to see people enjoy it But we also Before they even arrive We just get a little taste Of people needing a miracle and Like oh shit th- There was just a natural disaster In that part of the world They desperately need giant cucumbers And stage left Axos with a giant cucumber Cucumber maker <laughs> Isn't that what they do? Isn't that the example? That they're like a, Oh yeah. here's the thing We're going to make An enormous cucumber
1: Here's a tsunami Yeah cucumber uh, But actually, actually I'm thinking of two Specific new who Oh okay. So one with the ghosts Like the ghost shift Oh of yeah whatever, With their right? cybers
0: Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And everyone loves that And then again yeah. There's a more montage Of everyone enjoying And there's like You know there's Yeah a ghost they're like Playing machine. ball
0: with them And everything it's, but Yeah very good and point And
1: then the second one Is we're not there yet Because it's an Amy Pond episode With the black cubes right? Oh, yeah.
0: My goodness, I remember that.
1: So I feel like this will turn this vague concept or the, this plot will turn up. That things will—it's like a slow invasion. Oh, how do we put it? Like we a, just had like a, a with nice Capaldi, invasion. by the way. Yeah, like just the other week. Like a lovely invasion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very, very good. Oh point. shit,
1: that might be what the BBC Four plays called. I think it's called like a lovely invasion. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. and like this thing comes and invades through love. Ooh. But Professor Nebulous, this is the Doctor. <laughs> Okay. Like blows it up, like nukes it. Okay. And um, but Professor Nebulus hadn't hadn't really checked in Turns out this this like alien was legit and was like just trying to love everyone.
0: Oh shit! And we Profes-
1: blew it. yeah Doctor Who's Professor <laughs> nebulous How good is that? <laughs> as a fucking name? Look it up people. I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> that. Up. Nice one. Um yeah. So wait, wait wait We were talking about the yeah that that I think is a big lost opportunity. I mean I I'm much happier with the four episode the tightness of it all. But
0: yeah, I think a little
1: bit of that, just
0: a little I bit. I also don't really. Feel like four episodes were Enough or maybe these four episodes Were used well enough uh, For us to understand how axonite Could be used against us hmm. I mean, Yeah okay so it somehow absorbs Energy but we didn't I mean,
1: see much Of it we saw very localized very specific yeah, applications. I, I
0: mean they say like oh uh, How is worldwide distribution of axonite Going oh thumbs up guys <laughs> Yeah <laughs> because that Seems to be like it's a trifle it's like the yeah. easiest Thing in the world it's <laughs> so easily real, uh, To realize but I, I don't really th- understand do what that even means.
1: I love those little bits. It's like Kenya needs twenty more axonites. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> of paging Nairobi.
0: Uh, like, how, but how does that like? What do you do with it? Like, are they just putting them on trucks and wheeling them around the place? Like, what? And do you what know what is it?
1: Actually, do you know what frustrates me about this level of terroristics is that because you've got four episodes, it doesn't have to happen in real ish time. Yeah. Like, if you were just like one year later, like, would be fine, and Perfect. that would cost you no no space in your script or time. Tar- like, you know, whatever. Yeah. This could actually have taken a year. Agreed. It Didn't have to take four days or whatever.
0: Agreed. It wasn't the case though, because <laughs> I mean, although actually,
1: no, there was one thing that did because there was a, sl- a slight plot hinge on they needed 72 hours between Axonite being deployed and uh, them harvesting. I didn't really understand why it needed 72 hours why it couldn't take 72 days or so, you know whatever um, but they needed 72 hours specifically.
0: Uh, that rings a vague bell. Yeah. This I, is I when really the, the one, like one of
1: the floating head cherubs in like yeah. a hologram when when the Doc and, and Joe get captured um, just goes I'm going to tell you everything don't worry about it I'll oh, just tell you the yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah, we're it, good baby.
0: First note of episode 3 For me is Why would the Axon Reveal their entire plan Like literally Their entire plan it, That's it isn't it That's the bit Yes We start episode 3 With You don't need to know this But because the writing Of this episode Is so shitty And no one can read Between the lines <laughs> Here you go Full exposition Well exactly It's just kind of like It's,
1: it's like if you just Turns up and goes, goes Hey Hey I know you're And stuff And you know You're our adversaries But uh Got any questions yeah. Any questions <laughs> It's like We just wanted to make you Feel comfortable baby uh, You Joe in the back <laughs> (laughs)
0: Why is your head gold? Great question, Joe. (laughs) Axon and a small amount of people know exactly what he meant by that. (laughs) Um, um, okay, let's talk master real quick. Okay, yeah, let's talk
1: master because we we mentioned again in the intro, submissive master. What is his fucking deal or function here? He like, doesn't need to be in this he serial needs, at all. If he I, it fucking it, it annoys me because up till that, like, you know, like building towards him being like you know the Moriarty to to you know the Doctor's Holmes and him being a main protagonist, and, this, and he's just a bit of a bitch in this one. Like he just gets captured a bunch and like by both sides, yeah, and then coerced into doing some shitty doesn't want to do by both both. sides yeah yeah and he's straight and the only bargaining chip he has like at one point you know he's like i can help you um achieve your own only if you let me kill the doctor and everyone (laughs) yes that is the plan (laughs) dude like a bit of perspective you don't need that right now
0: No. It, uh, How did he get captured? He had a TARDIS. He exactly. He had a TARDIS. He can travel through space and time, which this thing can't. Exactly. Why is he even still in the same time zone? Surely, at the end of the last one, he he just. F'd
1: off You know why? It's because he's like some stalkery, jilted ex lover. Like, he's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I was just in the neighborhood. I was just in the neighborhood, you know, 40 parsecs away from my house. Like, why, why the fuck are you here, dude? Like, there's all of time and space. I just
0: happened to be standing outside in the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 your yeah, window. yeah. <laughs> I brought some wine. <laughs> It was a little disappointing to see him tied up in the Axon dungeon. Mm. Okay, so here's something else that confounds me a little bit. The Doctor is... Once he is captured by Axos... Axos or the Axons... I think so it's all Axos. Uh, yeah. Everything is Axos. Including the Axonites, yeah. right? Like, it's all one. It's all Axos. Yeah. Okay, so once the Doctor gets captured by Axos, he starts going, well, you know what? I, I can just give you the, the, the equation that you need to solve time travel. And they're like, oh, cool, rad.
1: And, and <laughs> just, just as a slight aside, this equation is basically all percentages. <laughs> not, not really an equation so much as just a list of different percentages. <laughs> Did you get that? It's just like fifty percent, forty-five percent, fifteen percent. Like the fucking
0: dude, I don't know. It's like a. This shopping is why list we need chrono energy.
1: This is why you need Kit Pedler. <laughs> Kit Peddler would have sorted an actual he equation. Have. He uh, would have.
0: He would Kit Pedler would have solved time travel <laughs> for
1: this series. For this, <laughs> and it smacked a woman on the arse. <laughs> that would have been his thing.
0: But so, what, if the Doctor is able to do that, why didn't the Master do it? Why, why did Axos go? We will capture your time machine, Master, and we'll plop you in the dungeon, and we will then completely forget about time travel as a concept and a means to take over the universe,
1: Because they until plund- your adversary shows well, up. At, at one point, no, they plunder the Master's mind as well, and say, well, you know how the humans work and stuff, and Yeah, but you know, they don't you know this, steal time travel from him, No, right? no, well, that's it. But then, is this actually just a marker to say the Doctor is smarter than the Master?
0: I don't think so. I think the Master knows exactly how time travel works as well. In fact, the, the uh, towards the end of the episode, doesn't he kind of mock the Doctor For having forgotten how these four time lords Rather rudimentary uh, items of science uh, Scientific theory work
1: Yeah, I don't know I think
0: so Either way, his role makes no sense It should
1: not have have been the master Zero sense And I don't know if you want to get into this now But the ending Let's talk about the ending Yeah, let's do the ending Um, Do you want to summarise it? Well, let's we'll see if I can do this. So the the Doc and Master uh, uh, like strike a bargain to escape because otherwise everyone dies, they die. Yeah. They're going to take Axos away or some shit, right? Some vague version of that. And then Doc leaves everyone. Oh, no, the Doc... Um, hang on, I'm going right. to get this right. I'm going to so try and get this right. The Doc traps Axos in a
0: time loop. Uh, yes, but before he does that, doesn't he... He sort of... I mean, he he straight up stabs his friends in the back. Yeah. Uh, And goes, I'm gonna side with the master.
1: Yeah. We're gonna. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) He's a Time Lord after all.
0: Exactly. Then they Um. plop to Axos. They go, actually, we need you guys. Yeah. Not sure why though. I can't really remember why. They needed something from them. I forget. An extra boost of energy? No! They want the master's TARDIS. Yes. Yeah, so they go to Axos, they go, okay, so you give us the monster's TARDIS, we're both going to fuck off, you can take care of the Earth, and you should let us go, because... Well, because they're going
1: to help Axos go through time, using the TARDIS, I think, to fuck up everything. Oh! And then that's where he traps them in the time
0: loop. He's going to... They're going to turn all of Axos into a TARDIS. No. But Axos
1: is going to access all of space and time. Oh, right. Okay. I think. Um, And, well, the long and short of it is that they fuck up Axos. The master gets his TARDIS back. Yeah. And fucks off. But the doctor thinks he's fixed his TARDIS back on Earth.
0: Yeah. He genuinely tries to leave. Yeah. He genuinely tries to just... Fuck y'all. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I'm out. Joe, I'll see you later. You seem cool, everyone out. deuces, peace, gone.
0: <laughs> and then he yo-yos back.
1: Yeah, and he's very upset. I'm just like, did we need literally any of that?
0: Well, I- isn't it really weird that the hero of this show, in this one serial, he doesn't even, we don't even end on him claiming to have feigned treachery. Mm. He straight up says, I tried to stab you in the back, alas, the Gallifreyans screwed me over beforehand. A priori, I was unaware that I was unable to screw uh, to stab you in the back. That's that's why I'm back. So two things. Well, one thing that's good, right, is that this is now the.
1: I think this is the origin of what we see later on in New Who, where there is a sort of like the 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 connection between the Doctor and the Master isn't just a straight adversarial thing. They're brothers. Are they lovers? I don't know. Like there's there's more to it. Childhood friends. Child, there's they're something. They're, Alumni. They're you know um they're. Intrinsic to each other in yeah. some way. So that him doing that is like, I think the first start that actually. If this all goes fucking tits up, he's, he's actually with,
0: with... Maybe he's shown some form of loyalty to the Master? Yeah, I don't know if loyalty
1: is the right word, but it's it's like this sort of, like, quite poisonous love, right? Like, they're, they're those people that are...
0: Wait, isn't it just a case of... At this point, it's already clear that... Wait, hang on, no, sorry, I t- I was going to say it's already clear that they're the, they're the last ones, but it's not. At no, all. No, at no. At all. They're both exiled, in a way? I mean, they're both yeah. exiled by the Time Lords, they're certainly not welcomed into the... You know the comforting bosom of Gallifrey
1: Hmm.
0: Either one of them So maybe that's what they have in common It's a way of feeling at home Outside of home Yeah I could take that. Even though the Master desperately wants to murder him. (laughs) This is really weird. But always come out slightly short. So, you know, does he really? Yeah. Does he really? We've had this ending a few times now. Mm. We've had the ending of the Master attempting to and failing to murder the Doctor. We've had the ending of the Doctor and the Master having to collaborate towards the end of a serial Mm -hmm. a few times. Uh, We had it with the Autons, for example. We've also had... The doctor trying to escape and then being yo-yoed back. We had that with yeah. the Inferno, for example, where he lands in the rubbish heap or whatever in the recycling plant or something. Well, this leads me to my second point: is that I'm done now. Like I don't need that <laughs> again. <laughs> I
1: didn't need that again. I got the concept that Doctor doesn't want to be here. As soon as he can leave, he can. He's going to try. Him and the Master are sort of these, you know, connected, star-crossed somethings. Yeah. Um, and. That's fine with me, but I don't, I didn't need, like, no, the master didn't, had no need to be here. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. Have they just paid
0: him? Maybe. Just like, you know, he's it's contractual, to... you need to be in every serial now? Well, well, very possibly the audience was responding very well to him. Maybe mm. people were just thinking, well, I mean, he's got to kill a killer beard and he's awesome. It does <laughs> like, look like, evil. It looks yeah. evil as shit. Yeah, and then, unfortunately, this serial was poorly written and down- he wasn't well utilised. It downgrades It downgrades his,
1: um like, the level of evil he is in my head. Like, he looked, he, you know, he seemed, he, being a secondary villain, and actually, when he turned up, he was A secondary villain Wasn't he He was like He was already a victim Of Axos When he showed up Oh you mean In the very beginning In the very beginning He was like The Autons bitch boy right Yeah Yeah er, You know
0: And actually That's another thing We've had a lot of The Master collaborating With an alien species That is de facto Stronger than he is Mm. Because he naively thinks That he can outwit them Towards the end But obviously he can't Mm. We've had that. This is what the third time now. Yeah, he's a galactic middleman. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what he is. Okay, I, another question about the master. Mm. How come he can suddenly hypnotoad? Th- there's nothing elaborate about him hypnotizing people. He literally looks at. No, oh, but
1: he, he could. He could do that before. Really? Yeah, in previous serials. And I, I think in the Autons one, he just. And we were like, can can Hypnotise hypnotize people?
0: Because one of our things like, why doesn't he just hypnotize everyone? everyone? Yeah. Um. No, that's true. We did that. talk yeah, about yeah. that. Yes, I do remember that. But I mean, in, in this one, it felt very extreme. There's a case where he is on top of a lorry Mm. and uh, or sorry uh, hanging on onto the side of a lorry and he looks at the the rear view mirror sees the driver and just by looking at the mirror for like five seconds you can tell he's now controlling the driver yeah I don't know this guy should be running the show
1: and any type of show because he could have done this in the 16th century yeah the 12th century exactly he should have a meddling monk did he should
0: have gone back to 1066 and just done what the monk couldn't anyway okay Alright, so <laughs> I think that might be the master mm-hmm. What about the uh, the good guys?
1: Well, so Bagels, let's start with Bagels Bagels are always worth a check He's relatively bit part two yeah. Could have done with more Bagels
0: Yeah, yeah ben- I mean Benton. Bagels is, is okay, but as you said Doesn't really play much of a part Benton, likewise I feel it's really weird that Benton is reporting to What's the other guy's name? I can't remember his name now Chin. Chin no he doesn't report to Chin. You know there's the the other young unit soldier chap mm. who's who feels almost like a second in command and then Benton is below him. That oh, feels no, no, really no, weird so, to me. So that guy yeah. isn't part of Unit. No no, the guy that we've seen before as well. Oh. The okay. oh, what's his name? The guy who was flirting with Joe back in the Autumn episode. Oh right. The guy yeah, who does yeah, hot yeah, cocoa yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. that dynamic doesn't really work for me because I don't remember that guy at all but from I don't my remember childhood. Benton. Benton yes. Hell yes. Mm. So that seems very odd to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, unit in general were just like, kind of crap. Yeah.
0: Chin. Let's talk about Chin. Which one's Chin? Chin's a
1: walrus fuck. Oh. Wal- walrus home office fuck. Double I don't Chin. Mean, like, what was his... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, who... Uh, w- what's his... Fun- <laughs>
0: what... Who? Who is he? <laughs> yeah. what, what does he do? So I th- <laughs> I think
1: he's part of the home office, is he?
0: Maybe Maybe I mean, he seems incredibly expendable His superiors do not respect him at all Yet they yeah, they, they leave keep... him in charge of the most valuable substance ever encountered by man Like, if you don't do this, we're going to fire you And or... then we're going to ridicule you in front of your wife Oh, yeah, also Or
1: oh, do this Also, I've written out your resignation letter So make sure you do this
0: <laughs> Yes, oh. I wrote Oh, yes, exactly what, Why have you done this this way, yeah (laughs) this does not inspire confidence or morale at all (laughs) the home office needs to they need to just boost the human resources department because something is not done well
1: yeah i didn't get that fucking dude at all (laughs) Uh, but like the idea again it's another pervasive theme in all of doctor who so far it's the Sort of vague hint of petro-imperialism yeah. and the and idea that there is this secondary government. So there's the government that you can trust, which is like unit, yeah, and, and occasionally then a secretary of some sort, like you know, the foreign secretary or whatever. And then there's this other branch of civil service led that, by an aristocrat, led by an aristocrat. They're fucking hate. Well, not just hates you, but like is out for personal gain.
0: Yeah, and you're right. We have encountered this on a number of occasions uh, in classic Who. Normally, th- what we didn't get. And this one is your favorite, the Bumbletron. Uh, yeah, Professor Bumbletron. We didn't get a Professor Bumbletron to this guy's, what's his name, Sir Bob. Yeah. You know, there's always an Ambassador
1: a, Walrus, I'm going to call him. <laughs> <it. laughs>
0: there's always an Ambassador Walrus or a Lord James. Yeah. Lord James. Yeah, or, or a, you Lord, know. yeah that was it, wasn't it? Lord James. <laughs> S- Sir Fred. Sir uh, James over it Fuck. There's always one of those as well. Yeah, another trope then. Mm. Okay. What about the? Okay, so you referred to him as a uh, West Country Elvis. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. Okay. Well, I don't. I think I texted you about this, didn't I? Not. Um, yeah.
0: Something like. <laughs> and I can't. So there was. There's an American man. That's my. Yeah. That's that's my point. I thought he was American. He is American. You say he's West Country. No, no. West I say country. that.
1: I think that his like accent slipped in the first episode. Or oh, another, right. And he just sounded like. <laughs> right,
0: my love. I, in my notes, I've got them down as Starsky or Hutch <laughs>
1: <laughs> Starsky and Hutch No, tra- Hutch I can't remember which one which tra- In a transport accident <laughs> <laughs> got not remember which one's which Great suit though
0: <laughs> Oh and the hair but, I mean the hair in particular but he was, I was just like
1: Why, why are you Elvis And or Hutch um, <laughs> What do the Americans have Who are you And they all talk to him As if he's been like There forever
0: Yeah is, is he in Is serious? he a scientific uh, consultant Or is he some sort of Government stooge He seems to be like Kind of Is he CIA tied in with the or UN something? Or something I don't know Because His he, UNIT reports The UN right very possibly, but then he just then he's a bit rogue. He goes and does shit by himself, yeah. And like, and then he, I mean, he gets fired and just drives off to the, you know, the massive Dorito that just landed in a yeah. field and ate a homeless guy.
1: <laughs> That's another thing to talk about. Like <laughs> Doctor Who, I, I think certainly up to this point. Like hobos are just ex- the way people say hello. Killing yeah. hobos, it's like <laughs> I've landed. Kill the hobo. Like why are hobos so curious in the seventies?
0: <laughs> Do you think that seventies audiences just viewed homeless people as incredibly expendable, and yes. that therefore this shows that the aliens are hostile? But without any of the children going, oh no, they killed a person. Yeah, because it's like a non-person. you don't own a home. Exactly, it's a non-person to them. Like you're not on the property ladder. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Are you a bicycle Eskimo? (laughs) Okay, which leads me to another thing, but I need to ask about that later on. But so, where was this guy from? My first note about him is, what strange quacking accent is the bicycle Eskimo speaking? He's just like, quack, 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 (laughs) quack. Cycling around in brackets in the snow, right? I don't. Is it the snow? I think it is. And then all of a sudden, it is summertime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. Wait, okay, hang on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open this episode uh, <laughs> while we record. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think it
1: was just the summertime.
0: I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. But yeah, American dude.
1: But no, the doctor and et-, et al. talk about him as if he's been in previous serials. And I was like, he hasn't been in previous serials. Pretty sure that's snow, dude. Yeah, that is snow. That's snow. <laughs> that's yeah. snow. We I, just pulled
0: up a screenshot. I missed that. Screenshot on <laughs> whobatgwen.com. <back> <laughs> that is snow. Yeah, that's why, I mean, sorry. Sorry if the, the the use of in case that was derogatory in any way. That's why I refer to him as the bicycle Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just cycling around in the snow. And then it is literally summertime shortly thereafter. Anyway, yeah, yeah fuck it,
1: bullshit. Oh, God, damn. It. Um. <laughs> This production is choppy, isn't it? Actually, let's talk about production value.
0: Okay. Oh, my God. It, all right. It, it, what is the worst aspect of it in your mind? I know exactly what it is in mine. It's the Axony, like, flobbity wobbly, like, the fat suit guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, terrible. the Red Crinoids? Yeah. Well, not to me. Well, I love there, them. There were a couple of,
1: like, not formed versions of them, where they're, like, I guess the Axonite is Yeah, where it's like a dude like, in a sleeping it's just, bag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a dude in a sleeping bag and a bibby bag. It's like, <laughs> fuck, guys. Um, and though, actually, the really bad. One is the red crinoid. What yeah, the accent that is like walking along a bridge, like a, a glass bridge, and they just oh, do it. They yeah. just slow that down for like forty-five <laughs> seconds, <to>
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> move slower, <laughs> move slower, Steve. We don't have <laughs> don't have the capability. I uh, don't mind that at all. As far as the suits are concerned, I didn't remember the axons at all from, from my childhood, but I do remember the crinoids. Mm. And so, to me, these are red crinoids as opposed to crinoids being green axons, mm. you know. But I like it. I don't. I don't mind it at all. For anyone in podcast land who doesn't who isn't aware of this, I'll pop a comparison screenshot on the website. I think I already did at one point when I mean, we did the Hot House audiobook review. But they are literally the same suit, just one is painted red and the other one is painted green. But I don't mind it. I think this is a cool suit. I also like the effect of it shooting out a little weird red tendril that then, like, electrocutes or explodes dudes. <laughs> yeah, well, that was bad, too, when they were trying to,
1: like, capture the the, the, the land rover, with yeah. the Union soldiers, and it's just like, I'm going to fell this
0: tree. It's like, you could just fell the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very circuitous way <laughs> to... Okay, well that is not that's not my uh, my bugbear right. in terms of production value. For me, it's uh, all the car stunts towards the end where they have I mean, they haven't even they've been shot against like a blue screen or something. Mm. But they haven't even, you know, replaced the blue screen with anything. It's just lots of close ups of people clearly on a car, but that car is clearly just stationary against a blue background. And then you pull back, like I mean, different cuts. car is driving down a field, different sky, different background, a close-up. Up, blue background and it just looks so incredibly lazy. It just like I don't. I'm watching this show because it isn't a very imaginative show. Don't make me have to imagine the blue screening. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what's the best part of the production? Best part of the um, axon spaceship. Yeah, man, the
1: flight of the navigator portion specifically. What yeah. is that? The is interior. It, have you seen the film flight of the navigator? Yeah, about yeah. ages ago. Now. Oh, it's there's this fucking like orb jobby on a on like a stalk. Basically, like the axon eye. Oh, that yeah yeah yeah. 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 and it just goes compliance. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all I could think of. It's like compliance. Yeah, fucking brilliant film. <laughs> I've not seen that since I was a child. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker turns up. What? Yeah, in the beginning. ka Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, he, the Axon shit was cool. Don't know why it needed claws.
0: Yeah, the claws make no sense. I mean, I'm I'm perfectly happy to ignore the fact that there were claws on board and just go, these are metaphorical claws that they refer to. Yeah, yeah the I, w- right?
1: I assumed that the claws were the Axonite that was going to penetrate Holding around. Holding onto the uh, yeah, Earth. Yeah, exactly. You know? Not that, no, no, we need claws. We need we actual mentioned literal...
0: claws. <laughs> Someone please make some claws. However, there are tentacles in there, and my note is... It, this is episode three, tentacle porn. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's also, it's already gone. No, no, I was just going to say like, 23 minutes and 20 seconds in, Mr. Skin <laughs> <laughs> of episode three. Um,
1: let's talk Joe real quick because okay. she does nothing for nobody other than get old real quick. And how do you oh, cast is- old Joe? <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I've always well, wanted is that this that just makeup? Well no no I don't know Maybe But I've always wondered this And when they're just like Okay we're gonna need A fat person to ridicule <laughs> Line up to the left <laughs> Oh, no, no. No, you're too good-looking. You're too good-looking. Good yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you, however,
0: are exactly what we're looking yeah. for. Yeah. Look at your face. It's
1: this <laughs> prosthetics. Like, how do you do that? And then go, like, I guess you're just professional, right? And you just handle your business.
0: But this was this was just Joe with prosthetics, right? I this don't know. I think case. this was Old Woman. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. I think uh, they just were like, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this one on my phone. I'm sorry. I missed this. But we've had another uh, case of rapid aging on Classic Who before in the Daleks Master Plan, where they have, I, I think it was called the... the I mean, paraphrasing, it's like the ga- Galaxy Destructor yeah. or something. And what it does is it accelerates time, it just ages everything. So, it, like, the planets erode, and, and if you happen st- to stand next to it, you age super quickly and then you die. And one of the previous companions, whose name I will now look up on whobackwhen.com, in the Vindex portion, as should you, ladies and gentlemen, Um I'm talking, of course, of Sarah Kingdom. Sarah Kingdom was rapidly aged and sort of mummified and it was a very similar effect just like close-up 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 of her with more and more plastic on her face basically right. and like i don't know flower in her hair to make it look gray and stuff I mean, it was black and white but yeah i, I do you
1: sort of like the i mean again feminist hat on or like let's take this young woman and look look at her getting old she's yeah. worthless now <laughs> <laughs> she can't even bear children this is you know <laughs> Because they could have done that with any of the other... could have done that with bagels.
0: Yeah. Uh, like. but, but you also... I mean, you have the doctor's reaction to Joe aging, which is just like, No! No, please stop! They're so saggy! Just stop! <laughs> you know, the it, it, it's it's terrible. It, it, it doesn't seem like he's going, This is killing her, or this is hurting her. Like, she seems to be in pain. It is literally just like, Oh, oh. no. Oh, she's no. over 30 now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never had a companion over 30. <laughs> No, it's ridiculous. And you're right. Why? Why couldn't they do that with Bagels, Benton, or you know mm. anyone really? I don't really remember, but I I have uh, somewhat of a recollection of the Doctor also undergoing the rapid aging in the Daleks' Master Plan. That might be a fabricated Maybe. memory at this point. He goes
1: but. into rapid aging in New Who. The Master does it, do? Yes, he does. Yeah. You're
0: right yes
1: Um, but yeah I don't know man the Axon Axos ship was cool again concept was cool but the claws were stupid and the exposition was stupid yeah
0: um, Agreed. <laughs> I would just like to have seen more of the invasion itself. Well, that was the, wasn't the whole. I mean, the the, the in, peril. The, yeah, you're right. But I mean, the the invasion as such is just what's his name, Lord Albatross. Yeah, uh, Chin. Chin. Yeah. Is it gin or Chin? Because it sounded like Chin, and I'm sticking with Chin. Chin it is then. <laughs> Double Chin, just signing a piece of paper and going. Yeah, we're now worldwide distribution of Axonite. Well good Good to go It's all happening By the way What's happening with all the Axonite That they have distributed Because they have right Yeah At some point he does Quote unquote Distribute Axonite worldwide
1: I think when it fucks off It all goes with him goes Oh really? Yeah I think something like that Or it all stops working Something Okay <laughs> All the facts here on Who Back Went Yeah
0: <laughs> Another trope that really Appeals to me As in It's a It's a guilty pleasure It's the Speaking in expositional bullet points While sleeping trope <laughs> Me. Uh, when we have uh, Starsky or Hutch He's knocked out and he's in bed And he's just like writhing And just going no Must stop axonite <laughs> uh, Snores in between yeah. sentences uh, Worldwide destruction <laughs> <laughs> Must renew TV licence <laughs> Big fan, huge yeah. fan of them. Also, <laughs> really like when Starsky or H- what? Well, well, when Starsky battles Hutch.
1: You know? <laughs> yes, I really do. Lo- I love that scene. But this is that was the point where I'm just like, is this guy just a character that I've missed? I had to go back. And like, no, so. no, no, he isn't. He's brand new. Yeah, but that everyone treats him like. And then, like, he's got this whole. I think is he going to turn up in this, the following ones? Where Maybe. they're like, I think this might be again with my sort of commercial hat on. Like, let's sneak an American and you know in there. Yeah. See if we can
0: not sway them to air this over mm. across the pond. BBC America or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, that's a that's a solid theory. Let's see if he. Turns up again. I mean, I personally, I liked him. I, yeah. I can, I can see him returning. Suit is fresh as fuck. Oh, a, suit, suit and hair. Suit and hair. Yeah, yeah. That guy was bad ass. Keep <laughs> battling Hutch. It's <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> Okay, I've got. I've, I've noted down a few um, sound bites. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, given we're in election times at the moment uh, over here in the UK, episode one, soundbite three thirteen. England for the English. Good heavens, man! I have a duty to my country, not to the world.
1: Yes, I remember thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great shout uh, at
0: that sort of point where. Like, whoa, <laughs> you have no idea where yeah, this is yeah. heading. Yeah. Uh, another one, which is um, in episode two, 1855. Uh, I think a reference to the way that aliens have been referred to in past serials. Then they're not human at all. Human. They're not even humanoid. Because very often, mm. aliens are referred to as humans if they are bipedal, if they yeah. are like intelligent, and, and maybe if they're compassionate. They're humans. Human rights also apply to aliens. You know, it's not life form rights. It's not whatever. That comes up in Undiscovered Country, Star Trek. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Uh, <laughs> very nice reference. Bloody love Undiscovered <laughs> Country. Great. So good. Oh, God damn it what else wonderful soundbite what else can we do oh nothing very much oh i suppose you can take the normal precautions against nuclear blast like uh sticky tape on the windows and that sort of
1: thing looking directly into the camera when he says that <laughs> just like and I, do you know what i couldn't tell i couldn't tell because i've seen like i presume this is a nod to the 50s where there are you ever seen these videos of like duck
0: And cover, and cover.
1: Yeah, like put tape, like put the windows slightly to one angle. Oh no, put the doors (laughs) to one angle, and the blast will pass through the house or some (laughs) shit. (laughs) But like, so the master's look is like, y'all gonna die. <laughs> um,
0: I love that bit. It's it right. was just, it was the doctor rubbing mankind. No, no, that's, ma-
1: that's the master that says that. Oh, was it? The oh, master, the master. The, the sticky day. The master looks in, it's like, you know, he's like, what else can we do? It's like, not much. Cause it, and then he just look, turns at the the, the camera and he's like. <laughs> Stick it in on the windows. Oh, your kids wanted to sleep tonight, did you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so well, it's then it's a time Lord rubbing mankind's stupidity all over its face it's yeah. it, it, it's wonderfully arrogant
1: and contextually, this is now quite some years post missile crisis, yeah, yeah, you know, we knew we were fucked at this point. <laughs> Like if something happened, we knew, at this point we knew we were fucked.
0: There you go. Another soundbite and this goes back to terrible production. Actually, one of my notes here is regarding production value, some of the worst music ever and in general sound editing and levels were really poor in this serial.
1: Oh my god, they need whoever is the synth stroke organist, like, (laughs) just needs to Dial it back
0: a little bit. There were cases where I couldn't really make out what people were saying. Yeah. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going
1: on? Are you on coke, Greg? Like,
0: yes, that's exactly it. (laughs) This is seventy, seventy-one. Yeah, there's a whole stream of it (laughs) pouring into London. Initially, I was like,
1: "This is gonna be great." Imagine when we get to the eighties, where like, you know, everyone is
0: snorting. Well, no, and and like the the sound will have got like you know, it'll be more like craft work and shit. Um, They might, they might still. I don't really remember the the musical undertones of of Tom Baker, for example. But in this one, holy smokes, they were terrible and such inappropriate music. As well, episode four, five minutes in.
1: Gates, get some men down here. Buying somewhere.
0: Whatever that music was <laughs> <laughs> The fuck was that? <laughs> right? We got anything else? Space Kherkin. Uh First time the master Enters the Doctor's TARDIS
1: I quite liked All the TARDIS chat All the like what the fuck is this? This is a museum piece Oh god You don't even have A microwave Like <laughs> <laughs> You know That was quite fun Because then now It means that Every subsequent Doctor Who I know Is that he's riding around In an old school whip Like right? you know He's in a classic car Yeah Of Tardises.
0: That he may also However have spent You know A further Almost millennium enhancing, you know, I, I mean, or, you know, jerry rigging in some way to work in his favor. But yeah, I, I take your meaning. He also, we've already learned maybe at this point that he didn't steal the best TARDIS. He stole the TARDIS that he really liked. Yeah. yeah. So I just find that very charming. Mm. I really like that. I have only got one more note. Episode four Doc and Joe's escape with the doc distracting her with arithmetic is super naff. <laughs> Quick Joe (laughs) Two times four (laughs) Now divide that by three (laughs) Add (laughs) fourteen How much is that Oh I'm so much calmer now doctor Thank you so much Tentacles everywhere Fuck (laughs) That felt like it was appealing to the children uh, like, maybe someone on the BBC side was thinking, this is, I mean, this will really, you know, this will speak to kids. They'll run around in playgrounds shouting fucking arithmetics at each other, just like giving each other <laughs> I don't know little what, maths I, don't, quizzes. I have
1: zero idea as to what they were getting out there. Just, you know, just
0: come the Nonsense. Analogy, yeah. yeah. Oh some nonsense. Okay. Oh I'm 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 spent. Do it, let's jump into a review. And now it is time to rate this. Did we laugh or hate this? Bing bon bing bong hey, la 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 Ratings. Short and sweet. We've already gone over this. Poor production value, not a very well structured plot underutilized characters an alien invasion that would only work on the most naive of uh, chins uh, and uh, sadly it does and also so dreadful that we just sort of waste we squander the master for four whole episodes with obviously the the one cherry on top being oh let's all just confirm officially the doctor is an asshole <laughs> he tried to leave us in the lurch and just couldn't. I do not intend to revisit this serial. Certainly not anytime soon. I'm going to give it a one point two. Ooh,
1: scathing! There you go. Right. Well, I'm going to jump in with a much higher rating. Okay. Of two point five. All right. I think actually, on reflection, this is solid in places. I needed to be heard that before. The, poly- uh, the plot <laughs> generally is a good idea. Like you know, the the lovely invasion. The, yeah? the zone stuff. Um, it had the you know duplicitous diplomat or oh, not diplomat fucking ambassador walrus right yeah um and it had uh, you know there was that the parallel but you, you're right for all the other reasons the choppy plot the, the bad production values the non-use of the master i'm so fucking desperate for that tardis to work <laughs> i'm more desperate than the doctor <laughs> work the fucking tardis we need to be off this planet this planet is shit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i'm going to stick with 2.5 because i think that this is
0: um conceptually adventurous. fantastic Actually, just to add to that, we had a comment on Facebook. Ooh. Ooh, a Facebook comment. <laughs> Indeed, a <Aruni>. Rooney. <laughs> I just really wanted to be enthusiastic. <laughs> you were. I love it. From Grant Smith. Grant! Woo, what up Grant? (laughs) Hello Grant Who added, he added a comment on our um, Terror of the Autons post Saying they don't get the TARDIS properly until season 10 Although for seasons 8 and 9 they work in the plot device of the Time Lords Sending him off in it to complete the occasional mission for them So at some point very soon, at the very least, we'll get to see him travel Even though he doesn't do so independently or, you know, autonomously We will get it I really need to hear that, Grant (laughs) I really needed
1: that (laughs) And, and another Facebook comment from Erin yeah. I'm going to read out mm, go uh, for it. Dr. Zed, how are you doing Dr. Zed? Uh, I didn't end up getting a review written for this one but I just wanted to add this thought writers on 70s Doctor Who obviously had a very low opinion of rural people because it seems like every time an alien craft stroke artifact lands, some rural half-wit goof finds it and either steals it or gets killed, See, so spearheaded from space Yeah. and I'm, so, uh, I'm almost certain it happens at least once more in Pertwee's run <laughs> just an is all yeah i mean we said hobo erin um but yeah i think the the vague idea that that's the calling card for everyone that visits earth um yeah. m- m- axos
0: was here <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah in
1: blood uh, <laughs> i like that you know like the police will turn up and just like oh no there's been a murder Sarge isn't wearing shoes Look, wait, there's nothing to <laughs> not see a problem <laughs> let's go home <laughs> That's really fucked up.
0: We do have some more listener minis as well. This one comes from Peter Zunich. How you doing, Peter? Hello, Peter. Thank you very much for sending this in. Peter has sent in both a mini-review and a maxi-review. you're a god among men, Peter. Well done, Pete. Uh, so we're going to read the mini-review on the show, and if you want to, and we s- uh, strongly urge you to, go to whobackwhen.com, click on the Clause of Axos, and uh, read the maxi-review in its full splendor there. Peter goes, the script has major gaps seriously think they totally forgot to include some truly essential story elements. Why is so much time spent on the irrelevant Ken Shabby character? The only reason provided for why Axos has a distribution deadline is that it will have maximum effect? Quotes. That's not a sufficient explanation for such an essential plot point. Finally, the Doctor traps Axos by tempting them with the secret of time travel. You know, the very secret they just successfully stole from his mind two scenes earlier? The Master and a potentially great villain are wasted
1: here. The other characters were likewise mishandled. Handled. Though both Actors did a great job with what they were provided Both Chin and Phila or Fila That's were, Elvis Were underdeveloped Windsor was killed off early, leaving little room for personal conflict Jo rele- is relegated to being a damsel And the Brigadier does nothing but get bounced in and out of command
0: The locations were bland and the ship exterior looked underdone However, the interior of Axos itself was quite phenomenal And the monsters looked great It's almost as if they, there were two designers who'd never talked to each other And, <laughs> and where did all the snow go? Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> Apparently I don't pay as much of attention as you guys. So occasionally, I watch these whilst like doing the washing up or something. I look away for a little while. Um, ultimately, a half-baked script and some simplistic directing led to the downfall of a potentially good concept. It just doesn't feel like anyone was enjoying themselves in the story, and I wasn't either. What's left is a four-part mediocrity earning a just, <laughs> just your report. chin. I'm sure that will be scrambled enough. One point
0: eight. That is wonderful. Peter, thank you very much For sending that in
1: That was very good That was a very good (laughs) Summation of all the things Peter
0: A little side note Did you also think When watching this serial That when the doctor Is giving them The secret to time travel That he was basically Rick Sanchezing it And like giving them A self-destruct code Without them knowing it Yeah, that's what I thought I think that makes perfect sense But he didn't, right? He basically gives them The secret to time travel Yeah God damn it right. (laughs) Thanks again, Peter We have also received Another one This one comes from Paul Hey Paul Hello Paul Paul has, as he is wont to do, sent us a magnificent synopsis of this serial. So we suggest that you go to whopequen.com uh, slash whatever, whatever, clause of Axos and read that synopsis in its full splendor. It will undoubtedly give you a better idea of what actually happens in this serial than we have just given you over the past hour. So thank you very much for sending that in, Paul. You can follow him on Twitter as well. He is at wordsmithpaul. What's up next? Um, it's called the colony in space. Is colony that in space. The colony yeah. Exciting And new who? Next week we'll be recording our review of Planet of the Dead Oh, hot damn Yeah, the next in line in the Tenant's Swan Song specials (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me (laughs) Why would you die? (laughs) He's like the guy Who gets bitten By a shark In the beach you know? He's that
1: fucking He's the guy At the end Of a fucking house party That's just like leave, Oh yeah I've gotta go now Hey I could help you Tidy up now We got Not it now I'm just
0: gonna move Alright yeah.
1: yeah Should we a cup of man No no like, You yeah, should really yeah, go
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so tune in for those That's going to be really, really good Really looking forward to Colony in Space That's a title that I've heard before mm. I don't really know what it's about And I have not seen it Imagine it's about a colony it's space. in space Space. Yeah, hey, He's going to go into space Shit Boom, done
1: Unless it doesn't Unless, Unless it, it doesn't. lands Unless, it Unless it's <laughs> a colony in
0: space That lands on Earth And goes, hi, we need fuel Unless it's like
1: <laughs> Colony in space in Swindon Yeah <laughs>
0: Nick People can follow you on Twitter Nespa. pas They can At Nickulele N-I-K-U-L-E-L-E Yeah Like ukulele But with Nick You can follow me as well High five you online I will high five you right back I am at Ponkin You know how to spell that Catch you in the next one Be rad and excellent To each other Ladies and gentlemen Of Podcast Land Rock on And ciao ciao. Boom did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to And spread the gospel of who back when Tell your friends Don't have any friends? No problemo Tell some strangers Like us on Facebook That's facebook.com Slash who back when All in one word Are you on Google Plus? The find us on Google Plus That's plus who back when. And when you do Tell us why you're on Google Plus Who back when just got its very own Twitter account No lie So give us a follow You guessed it That's at whobackwhen. All in one word Check us out on SoundCloud, vote us up on Reddit, listen to us on Stitcher, and head on over to our website, whobackwhen.com, where you can leave a comment, submit a review of your own, and peruse our visual index of aliens, monsters, and more, which increases in kablamos with every episode. And lastly, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Not only would it make us super chuffed, and it really, really would, but as thanks, we will transmigrate your iTunes nom de plume into the credit list of trailers for fake Doctor Who audiobooks, produced by Who Back When. Have a poke around our bonus episodes to make more sense of that. That's it. Rock on and be rad and excellent to each other. Catch your earballs in our next classic who review, new who review, or still funny audio who review. Ciao. Who that? Queen.